This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Fan Highway Patrol, what's up, Al? How we doing? You need some new opens, Jerry. Well, it's our opens. With I don't do production that. Production guy. I think Eddie's got some of them. He just plays that one. Well, honestly, the other ones are not that great. Well, they're insulting. Oh. <laughs> Quite frankly, actually. Uh, last night, the Jets were in Buffalo. Uh, interesting game on a lot of different levels. I have one question for you. And the Jets, if you're just waking up, the Jets did win 37-31. The game wasn't that close, although I guess the Bills had a chance at some point in the fourth. But, you know, the more I read about Rex Ryan, at what point are we done with that? Done or, with the Rex? Yeah, or if like seven years from now he comes back as the head coach of the Eagles, is it going to be Rex Ryan against his former team? No. Or is it That's- still that we're just kind of still new with it? I think we're still new with it. A guy gets two teams, I think. you get. He had the Jets and the, right. now the Bills as head coach. After that, I think he then go back to being defensive coordinator. Well, I don't even mean dominating. that. I mean more so the way we cover it. I almost feel like the Jets beat Rex Ryan last yeah, night. They didn't beat the Bills. Because he's a large personality I totally amongst get it. the coaches. Understood. But there's it's too much. Yeah. How about more about what the Jets did as opposed to what Rex didn't do? Like, who cares here in New York? What the People were talking about a timeout he called, you know, on a... Who cares? Let's talk about the Jets and what they did. Do you think the Jets are running Matt Forte into the ground, Jerry? Will he it's survive the season? Two games. I know, but 30 carries? they're really putting that guy. I think this. I think when you've got a guy at his age who still has a lot of, as they say, tread on the tires, you use him. And it's not like he's a 22-year-old kid where you're trying to maintain long-term longevity. Matt Forte came here to win a Super Bowl with the Jets. The Jets signed Matt Forte to fill a need to win a Super Bowl. You use him in every which way you think you have to, and I don't think you're worried about Matt Forte in terms of his long-term playing career. You didn't sign him to be here when he's 37. Let's be honest. So use him up now while you got him. If that's your best option, use him. Are you a fan of this shovel pass the Jets seem to be interested in a lot last night? I'm a fan of any play that gains positive yardage in the NFL. I'm not a fan of the option. Other than that, it's all on the table. Yeah. Absolutely. I was not a fan of the shovel pass, Leslie. Dangerous, isn't it's it? It's very dangerous. It is. I agree. And on that one shovel pass, he had he to the left side, he had Decker right there, and he still shovel passed it instead. We don't you know the one thing we, we don't understand that Boomer does, we don't know what they see, what it looks like, what's That's what, out there. Uh, it's so easy on TV. It looks like a video game. Phil Sims said that last night. He said, I'm not gonna question where he's going with the football. Screw sure. Phil Sims. Hmm. <laughs> I did not say that at home. Well, it's kind of like the kid, and I forget his name. Uh, Rontez Miles, I think is his name, number 45 of the Jets, who got beat 
for the Salas touchdown. You know him, Al. Rontez Mild, sure. Uh, Eddie? Sure. <laughs> he's terrific. Yeah, he's terrific. Good young star. I hope they don't run him into the ground. Yeah, well, he's not a running back. But oh. um, so he gets beat on the Salas touchdown. And if you're watching the game, you're sitting there saying, what the hell is he doing? But then they pull back and they show you the, the picture from overhead. It's tough because you got a kid who can run in Taylor. He breaks the play. Is he going to tuck it and run or is he going to hold back and throw? And if you're Miles, he committed to the run. And then Taylor's like, oh, I think I'll throw it over your head. And he goes for a touchdown. And it looks bad, kind of like Revis. It looks bad on that first touchdown. But he's got his eye on the quarterback. Is he going to run it? Is he going to throw it? And then, oh, by the way, you've got, like, this world-class speed guy who just runs right by you. Bobby Dwyer and I were talking in the back show prepping for this show. He made a great point, too. When you're a guy like Revis or any cornerback and you're facing the wide receiver with your back towards the end zone, right? if that guy just decides, I'm going to do no stutter steps, I'm just flying— He'll fly right by you. Yes. Then if you're one-on-one, you're screwed. Pretty much. If you don't have any help from the safety, you've got no chance. No chance because right. now you're backpedaling. And which is why, and this is why I think the rule has to stay as passing interference at the NFL as a spot foul. Why not just tackle the guy? Before he runs by you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't do that. But once he gets by you, yes. just tackle Grab him. When the ball's jersey. in the air. Don't wait for him to catch it. Right. Tackle him. I always get annoyed. Like, I wonder if players get annoyed at this because I, I thought I saw it in Brandon Marshall's face on a pass interference call last night. Like, that doesn't – now, if if uh, he's going to be the recipient of a 60-yard bomb and he gets tackled instead by the cover guy, mm-hmm. that doesn't go on his stat sheet. Or for the fantasy guys that pick him. Yeah. You're or right. for Fitzpatrick's stats. Correct. Like It's, it's a all, team stat. It goes down as a team stat. A team stat. Yeah. And then when Revis got burned yesterday, Jerry, I immediately went to Twitter because I was like, oh, this is going to be exciting. Everyone had their terrible puns about islands and vacationing on Revis Island. Revis Island Island is deserted. Yeah, Yeah, I know. It was nonstop, but I still, I had to go immediately to it because because I knew people were going to be furious. You're like the rubbernecker. Yes. You have to stop and look. (laughs) Yeah. You can't help yourself. I couldn't get to my phone fast enough. Yeah. Sadly, I I believe you. Yeah. I, I guess before... It was even an official touchdown. I was on my telephone. Yeah, shocking. And by the way, Brandon Marshall got hurt last night. And I know you're interested in why he came back in the game. Well, I was listening to Moose driving in, and he was playing uh, cuts of uh, Marshall after the game, and he said, I'm not exactly sure what's wrong with my knee. There'll be more tests today. If they don't know what's wrong with his knee, why did he go back in there? Because he could play. Because he felt if, he could move it along. If we haven't learned anything by now about these guys, is if they think they can contribute, they're going in. I mean, just look at Cam Newton last week. Cam Newton was dinged up. He didn't want to hear it. He thought he was okay. He got an okay from one to, ah, let's go back in. There was no concern over, maybe I'm concussed. Maybe I shouldn't play. It's back in the game. And he didn't even want to talk about his head injury this week. He's like, I'm fine. I don't want to go. I don't want to discuss this anymore. We move on. I'm okay. Same thing with Brandon Marshall and all these guys. If, you, if they can get on the field, and think of the difference between the football player's mentality and the baseball player's mentality. The other night, the Astros are playing a game. Jose Altuve takes a swing, and he grimaces a little bit. He's got to come out. How come? Uh, My oblique. The Astros are in a pennant race. Now, if a football player was in a championship race, do you think they're coming out because they feel a little twinge under their ribs or wherever the oblique is? I don't even know what the oblique oblique is. My point is, do you think they're coming out of that game? I guess not, Jerry. The Jets were 0-1. Brandon Marshall couldn't wait to get back on the field. In that same Astro game, Alex Bregman, their big star rookie, he kind of tweaked his hamstring. Up, got to go. 
these football players want to stay in, and I don't know what the mentality, if it's right, wrong, or indifferent, but that is what they do. They play football. They want to get out there. They want to win. you got to drag them off the field, which is why we say they're their own worst enemy. And I love this uh, new receiver the Jets have, this Inouye Inoui guy. Quincy Anunwa. Yeah, he's terrific. <laughs> Although he does celebrate. How did ev- you say that? Inouye Inouye. He <laughs> does celebrate every catch as if he scored a touchdown. <laughs> he's into it, man. But I do like okay. him. I thought he was the tight end at one point. Because he's, he's sort big. of, yeah, he's yeah. a large fella. And 81 could be a tight end right. number. Sure. Receiver, tight end number. Michael Sinlin? <laughs> yeah, basically. He's good, too. Quincy Inouye? Inouye Inouye, Jerry. What's his first name? That I don't know. I just said it. Oh. You don't li- you like my wife. You don't listen to anything I say. Quincy Inouye. <laughs> oh, Quincy, yeah. Uh, the Q. Do we have a min- Do we have a couple of minutes yes. to just... A fabulous baseball game. The Yankee game last night. Well, you're happy because we have a a bet bet with with Craig. Craig. Yes. I honestly have nothing against the Yankees, and the better they do, the better it is for the station. Absolutely. it's all good. And quite frankly, with the Gary Sanchez's of the world, you know, Castro and Gregorius, Headley seems like a good dude. I, I have nothing against them, but I do watch every game now. They lose a game last night in Boston. They're not only sailing at 5-1, it should have been 9-1 on, I mean, multiple occasions. They had chances to score runs, and they absolutely blew it. And then the other thing you don't understand, if you're just waking up, and I'm sure a lot of people didn't see the game because of the Jet game. Right, because when you look at the Yankees scoring as 5-1, and it's the seventh inning or whatever it was, well, you go, okay, I'm be locked in on the Jets now. No question. And you you do that, you don't look, and all of a sudden you look up and see it's 7-5, and you're like, what the hell happened? Well, Ortiz hits a home run in the eighth inning, off of Adam Warren. Now, you could have stuck with Tanaka, who was terrific over seven. They go to Aaron Warren, fair enough. Ortiz hits a home run. It gets weird in the ninth. I will do this very quickly. First of all, the Yankees should have scored runs in the ninth inning. Headley struck out. He had a tough night. Aside from one base hit, he did not have a good night. And Mason Williams hit a line drive that almost took the pitcher's head off. I forget who the pitcher was. I think it was Joe Kelly. I mean, hits a screamer. He defended his life by catching it. You go to the bottom of the ninth. Tommy Lane comes in. Strikes out the first batter, Hill, who comes in, right? Then he goes to Blake Parker, hit by pitch. And then he goes to Dylan Batances, who last night didn't have it or two days ago didn't have it. He gives up a walk to Pedroia. Bogarts grounds out, and he flips it home because he doesn't want to throw the ball overhand. Fair enough. So you got two guys out. All good, except Ortiz is single, Betts is single, and then Hanley Ramirez just crushes the ball to center field. And the Yankees lose a game last night. They had no business losing. Yeah, honestly, if you're a Yankee fan, you are miserable this morning. And the Hanley Ramirez home run came after what looked like a checked swing that went around. Joe Girardi was upset with it. Definitely questionable. Absolutely. Because normally when they – Questionable. Yeah. They call that all the time normally a strike. Even it, was, though, it was close. I'll give you that. I don't know that it was, but Eddie, it was close. Eddie, do you think he broke the broke the plate, as they say? I did, which makes it even sweeter. Oh. Quick timeout. Al with a story of something I don't understand when we come back. And then Boomer and Carton at 6 on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. Sort of. All right, we're going to save the story for Monday because we blew it. We don't have enough time. Al's got is something. Is that kind of story? It is. It is and we're going we're gonna, to, it's called it's a, a weekend tease. <laughs> yeah, everyone's People want, down Monday. Yes, Monday. Story, yeah. I mean, you don't have to be a hater all the time. By the way, the Jets beat the Bills 37-31, and the Yankees gave one away last night in Boston. It's Boomer and football next. Friday on the fan, and that includes your chance wow. to win giant Saints tickets in the 7 a.m., 9 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. hours with Boomer 
Gruber and Carton, Benigno and Roberts, and Mike Francesa. Then coming up tonight, it's Yankees Red Sox baseball from Fenway Park with first pitch at 7:10 and Yankees pregame at 6:30. So stay with us all day long here on your flagship station for Giants football and Yankees baseball. Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN and WFAN FM, New York.